Welcome to the Dear Sister Podcast, a weekly, raw, and transparent conversation discussing topics centered around issues that most women face, but that we rarely discuss out of fear that we are the only ones experiencing them. So get ready to laugh, cry, but most importantly, be ready to heal. I'm your host, Jessica Janae. Welcome to this week's episode of the Dear Sister Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Janae. And child, 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 I am super excited to be recording this week's episode because one, I had an awesome weekend. Last weekend was a weekend full of rest and some soul care, honey. But this weekend was really, really good as well. So I'm excited to share with you all the things that I did this past weekend, all the things that I've learned and what I've taken away from this past weekend. So let's jump right into it. First of all, let me say, let me apologize. Um, Because I feel like the past two episodes, I have not been that loud on the actual podcast. And I mean that literally. And I think it's because I had my microphone way um, too far away from me. So hopefully this week will be better. And I apologize for the quality of last week's episode. You probably had to turn your your phone all the way up to hear me. Um, But this episode should be much better. And I'll make sure (laughs) that I am actually, you know, close enough to to the microphone so that you can hear me. Um, so let me just jump right into it. Um, Friday, I was invited to go. Well, first of all, let me start over. Friday, I went to our father and daughter dance at my school. It was so beautiful to see all of those fathers there with their daughters. Um, and even the fathers who were there for their daughter's friends who dad couldn't make it. That really made my heart smile. One of my students, her dad passed away back in November. But one of her friends from school, her dad was able to come with my student and his own daughter. So that was so beautiful to me that my student was able to to still participate in this beautiful occasion. And then I was invited. I felt real special. I was invited to a millennial chat and chew. And I was able to bring one guest. It was hosted by Miss Roshonda Pratt, who I just admire so much her background story, her her vibes, just everything about her is just so genuine. She's a woman of God who is just all about her business, and I love her, okay? And so we went to this millennial chat and chew. The food was awesome. We were able to network. We were able to meet other women. And the crazy thing is, like, my pastor said that we this year, God's going to put you in rooms with people who you never expect to be in rooms with. And I saw that firsthand on Friday because I was in the room with women who, honestly, you only see these type of women on Instagram. And I'm not just saying, like, looks-wise, but I'm saying you had somebody in there who was a, um assistant to the mayor. Um, there was a girl in there who is moving to Washington, D.C. next, well, this week, actually, to... um be a marketing specialist for a U.S. congressman um, and some other other profound women who were in their business owners. We were just all different shades. There were chocolate women, caramel women, um, vanilla women. Like, it was just a beautiful, beautiful sight to see. And so um, I'm actually going to tell you about my lesson of the week, which came from this chat and chew, right? So Ms. Rashonda got up. And she talks about non-negotiables for your life. And she called them the rules of engagement. 
What are the rules of engagement that you have for your own life? What are the non-negotiables that you have for your life? And so I'm going to share some of these non-negotiables so that you can then go and create your non-negotiables and you have to put these in place and you have to hold people to this standard, but you also have to hold yourself to these standards. So some of my non-negotiables were, one, you will not waste my time, my energy, or my space. You won't waste it. You won't disrespect it and you will not play with it okay number two you will not disturb my peace so if something or someone disturbs my peace that i fought for so long to get you will be cut off okay some other non-negotiables that were spoken out um that were said and i said this when i said um you're nobody's gonna water down my voice not even myself Nobody's going to water down my voice, not even myself. Um, one lady said that, um, you know, nobody's going to curse at her. So if she's communi- communicating effectively with other people, a non-negotiable is that they have to communicate effectively with her, whether that's her man, her parents, her family members, her friends, whoever. So ladies listening, what are some of the non-negotiables that you're going to put into place? Because you, your life is like a business, Right. When we go to a job interview um, and when we get the job, they give us like this handbook with all these rules and everything. What are the rules for your life? What are the rules that you have in place for people who engage with you? Okay, so go ahead and start working on those non-negotiables, y'all. Because um, it changed, like that changed my life. Like I already had some of these things in place because I have more non-negotiables, but I already had a few in place, but I never viewed it as rules of engagement. So that was pretty dope. I really enjoyed myself. Thank you so much, Miss Rashonda, for just pouring into us. And I cannot wait to the next one. Um, and I was able to bring a guest. So I brought my friend Whitney. So Whitney, thank you so much for uh, coming with me and just always being the beautiful, amazing woman that you are. Everybody needs a Whitney. Thank God for Whitney Kane. Okay. Um, so that's my lesson of the week. Rules of engagement, placing those non-negotiables in your life for family members, friends, your workplace, just anybody that wants to engage with you, they have to follow some rules and some guidelines, okay? Um, And then next up, let me tell you about my dream that I had. So, excuse me. So earlier this week, I had a dream, and in this dream, I'm pouring into different boys, a group of boys, right? So in this dream, honey, I was booked and busy, okay? So I'm pouring into these boys, and I'm just talking to them about, you know, expressing their emotions and not allowing society to make them think that there is something wrong with expressing themselves, okay? Um, And that's a whole other topic for another day, but as I'm pouring into these young men, um, a group of women, I want to say it was like, man, okay, okay, like four or five women, they started walking through my audience, right? And the crazy thing is, it was if nobody in the audience could see them, except for me, because nobody reacted to them walking through the rows. They didn't say anything, they were quiet, but they stopped at different points and they looked at me and there were tears streaming down their eyes. And so I don't know exactly. I'm still trying to dissect 
that dream. But what I do know is that I feel like God was reminding me what my purpose is. My purpose in life is to bring hope and um, encouragement to women who are living in darkness, who are down, who are just going through different things in their lives. So I feel like God was reminding me what he placed me on this earth to do, which was to pour into other women and encourage other women and be that light for other women. And so after the next day I woke up and I just felt this heaviness and my heart started to kind of ache for women as I thought about the women who are in this season going through depression, anxiety, confusion, heartbreak, whatever they may be going through. And I just wanted to come to you today to kind of share some things with you or not some, I guess some tips or some gems to hopefully get you through this season that you're currently in. And I also wanted, I felt like it was also necessary because um, even on Friday, I felt myself experiencing anxiety and I haven't experienced anxiety in a while. And the crazy thing is I wasn't even, I don't think I was upset or anything or worried about anything, but for like five minutes, I was breathing hard. I was nervous. Um, my hand was shaking and I was just like, okay, God, what is going on? Because I'm not stressed. I don't think I'm stressed about anything. I'm not really worrying about anything. So I started to pray over myself. And I was like, okay, devil, you're not going to get me. I don't know where this anxiety attack is trying to come from, but it won't happen today. So I just knew, I felt like that was confirmation that this episode is needed because I know that there are so many women who are in a place right now that doesn't feel good. And it may not even look good. But I am here to remind you today, sis, to hang on. The first thing I want to remind you is that the enemy wants to steal your joy. He wants to steal your peace. He wants to steal your dreams, your goals, your happiness, your gift. The enemy does not want you to have these things, ladies. He does not want you to have these things. And I know sometimes we tend to forget, but you got to remind yourself, like, the enemy don't want me to have this. So if you really think he's just going to let us get things that are for us easily, then we have another thing coming, right? And we really need to recognize that the enemy tries to steal, kill, and destroy all of these things. And he doesn't do it at one big time, but he does it by bit, by piece, by piece, okay? So the scripture, um, the past two weeks have been rough for me. I won't say bad. Because I learned that I have to choose my words wisely. And that's actually one of my um, things. Choosing your words wisely. These past two weeks were stretching. They were stressful. They were frustrating. They were um, learning experiences. Because last week, well, week before last, it was my emotional, I was kind of off emotionally and, um, well, now let me say off. I was stretched emotionally and I was stretched mentally. This past week, I was stretched physically because I just did not feel good Monday through Wednesday. But thank you guys and I'm feeling so much better. But I not, but I want, oh Jesus, let me start over. But at no time did I say this week was bad 
or today is bad. I chose my words wisely. So what did I say? Like I just said, this week was stretching. This day was testing. This week was challenging. This week was a learning experience because I learned things. I was stretched emotionally. I was stretched mentally. I was stretched physically, but I went, I got through them and I learned something from each day and I was able to take things away from each day. I was able to learn how I react and handle situations that just change that I had already had everything planned out for. I learned how I react or respond to things that um, don't make me feel good, right? So these two weeks were learning experiences, okay? So the first thing is choose your words wisely. I know we're so quick to speak negatively on things that look and feel negative, but you can't always do that because we are reminded in God's word that life and death lie in the power of our tongue. And I truly believe that what you magnify or what you focus on will become larger. So you have to choose your words wisely. It's not that we're denying that it doesn't feel good, but we're choosing our words wisely. No, it wasn't bad. It just was stretching. No, it wasn't bad. It just frustrated me for about 10 or 15 minutes that somebody was trying me or that I didn't feel good. It was uh, frustrating because I couldn't understand why these things were happening, right? But it was not bad. So number one, sis, choose your words wisely. Number two, you need people who will stand in the gap for you. I told one of um, I told this girl that I know, um, who was kind of feeling down. I reminded her of the story in the Bible where it says it was the man who was uh, paralyzed and he wanted to be made healed, but the church was so crowded that his four friends lifted him up and sent him through the roof. Right. And the word says that when God saw their faith, that the man was made healed. Not when he saw his faith, but when the God, when God saw his friend's faith, their faith, the man was made whole. Right. And so what I want to remind you is that you need people in your life who will stand in the gap for you. When you can't pray, those are the friends that will pray with you and for you. When you don't feel like it, they will push you. You don't need friends who are always going to give you a pity party. You don't need friends who are always going to let you stay stuck in the mess that you're in or stuck in the place that they're in, that you're in. They will give you room to acknowledge how you feel, but will push you towards trusting what you know about God and trusting what you know about yourself and that you're a fighter and that you're, you're victorious, okay? So choose friends who will stand in the gap for you. Point three is don't allow the things around you to frustrate you. I know a lot of times we go based on what we see, but you can't always um, go based on what you see. I know we work in different places that are with different types of people, and I literally have to learn how to kind of sometimes tune people out because your negativity is not going to jump on me. I literally have mastered the the gifts of listening to people, certain people, well, not listening, hearing certain people and letting it go in one ear and out the other. Because some people will drain you if you just sit there and listen to all that negativity, right? So do not, don't allow the things around you to frustrate you. Um, Another thing that I want to share with you is that there is somebody 
who would love to be in the situation that you're in. That's why I say you have to choose your words wisely. I have a friend named Tristan, and I pray that you, I ask that you all pray for Tristan. Tristan has been in the hospital for weeks as he continues to fight against cancer. And it's like, how dare I sit here and complain because I don't feel good with a simple sinus problem and say my day is bad when my friend is in the hospital, but he continues to stay positive, or he tries to stay positive. He continues to motivate and encourage other people when he's fighting for his entire life, y'all. And I feel like sometimes we tend to focus so much on minor things. We focus so much on our problems when we need to be focusing that same energy on our purpose. And I know it's not easy. And I'm sure I'm going to be tested after I, after I release this episode. And I'm going to have to kind of eat all these words that I'm saying and have to listen to this episode myself. But y'all, God wants to do something in you. He wants to do something around you. He wants to do something through you. And we were all so hyped in January when 2019 first started to get things done. And now that that energy is kind of starting to wear off, we're starting to try to fall back into our old ways and our old mindsets. But sis, you have to keep on going. You have to keep on going. There are people depending on you to keep on going, to hang in there. We, we serve an unlimited God. We serve an unlimited God. Who can handle our limited issues? Our issues will not always last. Why? Because they're limited. They are they have an expiration date. Just like milk. They have an expiration date, but our God doesn't. So our problems are limited. Our bank accounts might be limited. Our relationships might be limited. But we serve a God with unlimited power, unlimited favor, unlimited grace, unlimited provisions, unlimited resources. God got you. And another point, I'm gonna. This came to my head the other day, well Friday. One of my students, she has such a big personality, right? She came into my classroom and was like angry. I was like, "Girl, what's wrong with you?" And she wouldn't say anything. She's like, "I want to call my mama." I was like, "Well, you're not gonna call your mama. So tell me what's wrong." And at first, she wouldn't talk to me. I had to kind of ask her about three times what was wrong with her. But then she finally opened up to me. And basically told me that somebody in her other class was bothering her and that um, she felt like her other teacher wouldn't do anything about it. And so as I began to talk to her, God would like started to tap me on my shoulder and say, sis, I mean, daughter, this is you. Because what I told her, I was like, and I'm going to call her, let's call her Tiffany. I said, Tiffany, you know, as long as you're doing what you're supposed to do, Miss Green has your back. But you have to ha give me the opportunity to have your bag if you try to handle things in your own way by walking out of class or by slapping the person that's bothering you guess who's going to get in trouble you will but if you let miss green handle your this thing these things for you i won't get in trouble i said i don't know if you have to fight at home and handle things on your own at home but when you're at school allow miss green to fight your battles for you you don't have to fight your battles Right. And God was tapping me on my shoulder like, Jessica, that's what I've been trying to get you and the rest of my daughters to understand. Let me fight your battles for you. Let me fight your battles for you. You are trying so hard to fight your battles in your own strength. Which says you're human. 
You're human, so you can't do it all by yourself. And yes, God knows all that we're going through. He sees all. He knows all. He hears all. But at the end of the day, he gives us free will, right? And God is not just going to always invite himself into our situations and we just keep our mouth shut. No, you have to go to him. Let me read you this scripture because the first week, like I said, the past two weeks were stretching. They were frustrating. They were challenging, right? But when I tell y'all, during the first week, I went to God and I read this scripture. Let me find it. Um, it is um, Matthew chapter 11, number verses 28 through 30. And I'm reading the uh, TPT version. It says, are you weary carrying a heavy burden? Then come to me. I will refresh your life for I am your oasis. Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways and you'll discover that I'm gentle, humble, and easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me. For all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. Y'all. So I started going to God and I tell, I said, God, your word says to bring my burdens to you. When I started listing all my burdens, they were physical burdens. They were emotional burdens. They were uh, spiritual burdens. And they were just things that I was stressing about, y'all. And when I tell y'all, I woke up the next day with so much peace. Right? So every time I start feeling myself stressing over something or confused or anxious or whatever, I go to this scripture. And another one says, um, hold up, let me go back to it. And um, Psalms 55 verse 22, Psalms chapter 55 verse 22, it says, so there, here's what I've learned through it all. Leave all your cares and anxieties at the feet of the Lord and measureless grace will strengthen you. Y'all, we are walking around with burdens that God never intended us to carry. Stop trying to be your own superhero. Stop trying to handle things in your own strength, okay? Because you're not a superwoman. You're not superwoman. You have weaknesses just like everybody else. Allow God, who doesn't have any weaknesses, to strengthen you because his word says that in my weaknesses, his strength is made perfect. So I just wanted to encourage somebody today. Um, I, this may not be for everybody, but I just wanted to encourage somebody today, y'all, that things will get better. It may not get better today. It may not get better tomorrow, but things will get better. And that I need y'all to keep fighting. There are people in your lives who need you to keep fighting. I know it may not feel good. I know it may not look good, but you have got to keep fighting. And if you don't know what to say, just say, God, I need you. God, I need you to strengthen me because I'm weak. God, I need you to give me wisdom because I'm confused. God, I need you to make me feel better because right now I feel like crap. God, I need you to restore my drive because right now I don't feel like continuing on God give me my purpose back God give me my my fire back to do all that you have called me to do y'all God and let me tell you I told Tiffany that's the that's not her real name but I told my student I said if you do what you're supposed to do I'll always have your back as long as you're doing what you're supposed to be doing I can stand up for you but Thank God that even though we don't always do what we're supposed to do, God has our back regardless. Yes, he gets us together, you know what I'm saying, like that. But God has our best interest at heart, and he always, always has our back. 
And you don't have to. I know so many of us, when somebody asks us, how are you doing? We're like, good. And in the inside, we're hurt. We're broken. We're we're feeling defeated. But when we go to God, y'all, we can be authentic. We can be hot, honest, open, and transparent with God. I try to act so tough with other people, when I, but when I go before God, I'm so happy that I can be so fragile with him because he knows my fragile places. He knows the things that still hurt me. He knows the places where I'm still weak at, and I don't have to try to cover those things from him or hide those things from him. So this episode was to just encourage you all to keep going. You may not like where you're working at right now, but keep going. It's preparing you. You may not like where you're living at right now, but it's preparing you. Keep going. You may not you may not like what things are looking like around you, but keep going. Your purpose is waiting to be birthed out of you. There's purpose in you, y'all. There's purpose in you. There's purpose in you. There's something inside of you waiting to come out. Do not abort your baby. Jesus, don't abort your baby. Don't abort your baby. And when I say baby, I mean the gift that's inside of you. Don't abort it, right? Don't allow your baby inside of you to go uh, malnourished because you're not praying, you're not fasting, you're not reading God's word, and you're not surrounding yourself around people who encourage you. Because life gets hard. At the end of the day, life gets hard. But our God is so much more powerful than those hard moments in our lives. And I don't know what you're all going through, but I'm just praying that after hearing today's episode that God um, will speak through you, will speak through me to you. Keep going. Hang in there. Keep fighting. Keep fighting, keep praying, keep fasting, keep believing, y'all. Keep believing. And keep speaking victory over your life. Yeah, it may feel bad, but keep praising God. Yeah, it may not look good, but keep worshiping God. Worship him harder. Praise him harder. Pray even harder. If you don't know what to say, God, I need you. Okay? God, I need you. I'm confused, and I need you. So, yeah. Um, this is not going to be a super long episode, but I just wanted to come today to encourage you all to keep going. This week, keep going. I'm going to start sending out my text messages today to those of you who joined the texting group um, because we all need to be encouraged. And I am praying with you and I'm praying for you, y'all. God is so good. You know, um, Saturday was my brother's birthday and... As I'm leaving the movies, I just had to, I just, I was driving to my apartment and I just became so full with gratitude and I just started thanking God. And these are some of the things that I was thanking God for. I said, God, thank you that I am now in a place where I have peace because last year my peace was all over the place. Okay. Um, and it's not that because I have everything that I want, but because I'm so, I know that God got me. He got me. No matter what things may look like, no matter how uncomfortable I may get, no matter what my bank account may look like, God got me. 
I said, God, thank you that my brother is surrounded by people who love him on his birthday. Because my brother grew up like he was a loner, like he did his own thing. And he's still a loner, but now he's starting to hang out with people. And I've always prayed, I prayed for years that God will bring him a group of friends that he could just be himself around. And God did that. I said, God, I thank you that this year, at, at the age of 27, about, be, about to be 28, I'm finally at a place where I can accept full responsibility for my actions. Because so for so long, I used to blame everybody else for what they did to me. Oh, he just, want, he just used me for my body. No, Jessica, you had sex with him, sis. You allowed him to have sex with you. Um, and no, this is not recent. Your girl has not had sex at all this year. Praise God. Your girl's on a good track, okay? Um, thank God, okay? But I was just thinking that, like, I have been taking full responsibility, stepping outside of myself to say, what role did I play on anything that has been occurring in my life? What did I do, right? So, God, I thank you for that growth, Right? And there were some other things, but when you stop and you just reflect on where you used to be, no, you may not have everything that you want. No, you may not have everything that you have, but there's things to be grateful for. God, I thank you that my book comes out next month. And it's been sitting on my vision board for three whole years. Author, author, I'm going to write books. I'm going to write books. And it's finally coming into fruition. God, I thank you. I thank you. And if y'all think the enemy is happy that I'm at a place where I'm just full of gratitude, not because everything in my life is perfect, but because I decided to focus my attention and my eyes on God, y'all. That's like when Peter got out of the boat and God told him to walk towards me. Jesus told him to walk towards me, right? And the moment that Peter took his eyes off of God, the, he, he noticed the storms around him. What are you focusing on, sis? What you focus on will magnify. What you focus on will magnify. So, yeah. Let me pray right quick. Father God, I come to you this morning. Well, sorry, not this morning. But God, I come to you this day just thanking you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy, oh God. Thank you for loving us, oh God. And thank you for every person that's listening to today's episode. God, I pray right now, oh God, that you will restore our hope our peace, our drive, God, this week, oh God. Give us back everything that the enemy has tried to steal since 2019 has started. God, I pray, oh God, for my sister that is battling depression, oh God, that they will come to you, oh God, and lay all their burdens at your feet, oh God. I pray that you will restore them, oh God. Fill them with peace, joy, oh God. But fill them up with drive, oh God. Fill them up, oh God, with hope. God, I pray for my sister who is frustrated on her job right now, oh God, that you will remind her, oh God, that every day that she goes to work, oh God, that her mindset is I'm working for God and that God is my source, oh God, and that this job is just a resource, oh God, and that they will perform knowing that they're working for you, oh God, because at the right time, oh God, you're going to elevate them, oh God, where they won't need that job anymore. God, I pray for my babies that are still in college, oh God, that you will help them through this semester, that you will strengthen them, oh God, that you will keep them grounded and focused this semester, oh God, and that you will cover them, oh God, from any hurt, harm, or danger. God, I pray right now, oh God, for my babies who are going through 
my babies and my sisters who are going through heartbreak right now, oh God, that they will give the pieces to you, oh God, and that you will heal their hearts. God, I pray for my sisters, oh God, that you will cover them this week. Cover each of us this week, oh God, and help us to focus on you. Help us to focus on purpose. Help us to focus on using our gifts to bring your name glory, God. Lord, we thank you. We honor you, oh God. And I just pray for peace to follow on all of my sisters this week, oh God. I pray that joy follow on all my sisters this week, oh God. And that they will not focus on the weapons that may prosper, oh God. I'm sorry that the, they won't focus on the weapons that form, oh God, but that they will stand on the truth that the weapons won't prosper. God, I thank you. I love you. And I thank you for each of one of my sisters and my brothers that listen to this podcast each week, oh God. Lord, I pray that you will add a special blessing to them and those who are connected to them, oh God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Y'all, I'm praying that you all have an amazing week, that you will continue to hang on, that you will continue to fight, fight. And when I say fight, I don't mean fight with your fist. I don't mean fight with your mouth. Well, yes, fight with your mouth, but don't fight with your words against somebody else. But fight with your prayers. Pray fast. Listen to your worship songs. Listen to those sermons. Fill yourself up, that soul care. And remember that you are not alone. You are not alone. I know the enemy tries to make you feel that you're alone. So he tries to make us isolate ourselves from everybody. But since you're not alone, and if you feel like you're alone, ask God to send people in your lives that can stand in the gap for you, who can encourage you and push you the same way that that young, that man who was paralyzed in the Bible and his four friends lifted him through the uh, roof so that he could get healed by Jesus. Pray and ask God to send you those four friends. Um, I hope that you all have an amazing week. I'm super excited to share with you all that my book, Jewels for Sydney, A Young Girl's Guide to Growing Up, will drop next month on my birthday. And I'm super excited. It's for preteens and it's for teenagers, but it's also for women because there's journal activities in there that we can all participate in. It's just a book of gems um, in different areas of our lives, finances, self-esteem, body image, um, beauty tips, um, friendships, boy advice. Like it's so, it's just really good. It's a good gift for the young ladies in your life. So yes, um, make sure that you stay tuned for more information about that. This week I am, um, dropping, um, starting to send text messages out. I have not forgotten about my giveaway. So if you still want to purchase your ebook, make sure that you do that to be placed into the, um, giveaway. Um, and if you have not signed up for my text group, make sure that you text Dear Sister to 31996. Yes, 31996. Dear Sister, text Dear Sister to 31996. Yep. So, yeah, I love y'all. I hope y'all have an amazing week, sis. Remember to hang on. Have an awesome week. And I will talk to you all next week.